This podcast proudly sponsored by Milwaukee Magic Cards and Games. In the Milwaukee area, come see us in our historic Bayview location. Find us online at milwaukeemcg.com or look for Milwaukee Magic Cards and Games on Facebook. Not in the Milwaukee area, there are still plenty of deals to be had at wearerpg.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-R-P-G.com. And now, redwizardgames.com, your one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. Are you ready? Are you really ready? Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Get me happening, man. happening. The wave of murder which is sweeping the eastern third of the nation is being committed by creatures who feast upon the flesh of their victims. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Hail to the king, baby. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 20 of Mana Screwed. I am Tangent. With me, as always, is the Beamy. We're only 124 episodes behind the manifold. Yeah, bitches! And, of course, once again, Ben. I've got frog nuts. I'm so happy. <laughs> Who doesn't, man? Oh, well, I don't know. P- people without Mountain Dew and vodka, I guess. Mountain Dew and vodka, Ooh. yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Oh, so good. <laughs> we are here once again to astound and amaze you with news and information from around the magic universe, or just BS as always. So kick back, relax, grab a rock star and Everclear and a couple Jello shooters, because you know I am, and enjoy the show. So. This week we uh, we have a little less email to talk about than we normally do. In fact, uh, I think it's pretty much zero. But uh, yeah, we've got some other things. There's some really interesting scars updates, which everyone and their mother has been talking about, and Ben's mother and Sandwich, and you know. And we also have uh, we have a fade to black, which is really awesome because we haven't had one in a in a couple weeks. And other than that, you know, we got some GP stuff to talk about and you know, the Beamy's probably about ready to stop me now and just say, "Hey, you're rambling." So, Beamy, what's up? I don't know, man. I, I you would act like there's something happening this weekend. <laughs> no, nothing important in Portland at all. Oh, you know, it's weird. You know, I you, you see on Twitter that all these people are going to Portland. You would think something's going on. I don't so know. You'd I think mean, something important was, but you'd be right. Oh, what is going on in Portland this weekend? Well, I'm glad you asked, Beamy, because Grand Prix Portland is going on this weekend, and uh, some of us, some of us lucky few, not Carr because he's not able to make it, but some of us are going to be going to Grand Prix Portland. How do you feel about that? Are you going, by the way? No. Baby? In spirit, I'll be going. There. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we we will uh, be going to Grand Prix Portland. Well, I will. We, as in me, will be going to Grand Prix Portland. And uh, Ben, unfortunately, will no longer be able to make it to Grand Prix Portland. But, you know, he will be, I'm sure, having a little sandwich action that weekend. So... Either way, it's good for me. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking I'll fucking go anyways. Actually, really, who needs a who needs a job to go play Magic, right? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if it costs money. I mean, who cares about that? Yeah, the uh, the good old economy has finally hit Ben's job, so he's probably going to be uh, shy of money by the end of the month. Yeah. But he'll have gone to a Grand Prix, so that's good, man. Good choice. Where I can win money. I was I was actually trying to figure it out to see if uh, if you win like prize money, if that like counts against your unemployment. You know, uh-huh. like if you're collecting unemployment and then you win like fifteen thousand dollars, do they say, oh well, you can't collect it anymore or something? But or I don't know. I don't so. think that 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 they even know that until the end of the year, man. So I you know because you you declare it like you if you make a certain no, amount. No, I don't. What? <laughs> I said no, I don't. 
Why would I declare it? That'd be stupid. Well, no, no, no. Well, okay, you're right. But I'm saying, like, like, well, you will have no choice if you win a certain amount of money. They will make you, like, do a W, whatever it is, right there. Like, they make you fill the shit out right there. Do they, do they yeah. withhold it, like, immediately? Only if you want them to, right? Okay. So all I'm saying is... is so I they got to come after me if they want to steal my money. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And I think that, like, the unemployment's done by the state anyway. So, anyway, I'm sure that everyone's totally interested in, in what the hell we're talking about here. So, moving on to not Ben's unemployment. Um, uh, really, anything more to talk about Grand Prix? Well, we get to see get to see the guys from Mana Deprived and 60 Cards. We get to see Jay Boosh, uh, Smitty. Okay, Mana Deprived, maybe not, because Carr won't be there, so... You know, we'll get to take some pictures and send them to Carr so that he can see uh, what's going on at the Grand Prix that he's missing. And uh, other than that, you know, there'll be some some good pros there. Conley will be there. Uh, I think LSV's going. And he's going to be there, I think. Oh, is he? Okay, very nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I get to. Is is uh is Brad going? You know. I would think so, considering he's currently leading the Player of the Year. Yeah, I, well, I just wanted to wanted to make sure that I was going to be able to dream crush him, so that'll be good. Um, yeah, so we're we're definitely uh, super hyped about about the uh, tournament and looking forward to it. And I'll be getting there nice and uh, early, about like seven eight o'clock in the morning on uh, the day of the tournament. So that'll be good. That should be when I'm rolling into town. Uh, that will be a nice time. What you gotta forget about also is that uh, you can you can dream crush against Brad and all those other guys, but the problem is is you gotta remember the boys at Limited Resources are gonna be there, and considering this is what they do, yeah, you don't want to have any part of them. Let them play. Boy, well, that's fine. I mean, if you. if they want to knock Brad out before I get there, I'm okay with that too. As long as they leave that douchebag from the grinder for me, I'll be okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'll take care of him. No big deal. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I don't really have too much to talk about as far as as far as far that goes. Is there uh, anything you wanted to ask me or talk to me about or anything you needed me to do while I was there? Uh, besides get as many interviews as humanly possible? Yeah, well, you know, that's that's in the plans. That's in the works for sure. And uh, Take yeah. pictures and, you know. I'll, I'll even throw your name out there once or twice, you know. Well, who the hell is that? No, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I did want to mention, um, this is, this is you know, since we're moving on, I guess, to our next topic here. Uh, I, I In our previous week, we mentioned a post-rotation vampire deck by, by Jared, and he had asked me to mention his local store, Premier Comics, in Abilene, Texas, he just wanted me to give him a shout, and because they're a small store, he said, and uh, they they're really good to their magic community. So I I said, yeah, I will definitely do that. So uh, Premier Comics in Abilene, Texas, if you're in that area, check them out. Uh, I promised him that I would do that. So there you go, Jared. Sorry for not getting to that last week. And uh, yeah, moving on. What else is on the agenda here? Well, I'm I'm all out of frog nuts, so I'm gonna have to switch it up a little bit. I'm going for the dirty frog nuts. Dirty frog nuts. That's right. And how does that switch. compare to regular standard frog nuts? Uh, tequila instead of vodka. Oh, I got you. Okay, very nice, very nice. Ah, yeah. And you're still <laughs> gonna good. you're still gonna attempt to play StarCraft after this. Attempt? Yeah, absolutely. I play oh, better man. when I'm drunk. Tequila's so nasty, dude. I can't drink that shit at all. It'd be totally the vodka. Either that or you need to get yourself a nice bottle of Everclear. Be a man. Grow some balls. Grow a sack. Come on yeah. now. Drink some turpentine. <laughs> Smoke some gasoline. <laughs> Makes you feel good. Yeah. It does, man. You get that nice, warm feeling as your stomach's dissolving. It's great. Yeah. Sign me up. Proliferate, so then proliferate again. I guess we should go on real quickly. Here's one thing we needed to mention. We we did uh I did finally get on Magic Workstation. Uh, did actually get a couple games. And how did that go for you, Beamy? Just out of curiosity, I can't remember. Um, I don't know. You left. <laughs> hey, I did not leave. I finished the game. Come on now. 
I just could, I, I couldn't go. finish the match. <laughs> you're like you're like it's time for me to sideboard. I was like, yeah, I gotta go. See ya. Oh, <laughs> that's dream crushing right there. I there. know it was. Yeah, I'll make up for it. It was just pretty. It was pretty funny because I really did have to go. I'd been I'd been on like all morning pretty much, right? Playing games. I was I didn't know you were on, so it was like I was on MTGO, and you were, <laughs> you were. Uh, you, you were at, mentioned and playing on workstation. I was like, yeah, you know, but I, except I've been playing for like five hours already. So, authorities, man, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. All right, so what else do we got? We've got to talk about. Did you want to go over the uh, fade to black? We haven't given Mister Black any props lately, and we need to do that. Absolutely. Um, we talked a little bit this week, and he got back to me. About cards that are under ten bucks, that'll be should be staples throughout the next set, and they're pretty much the common set of cards you would think of: Birds of Paradise, Day of Judgments, Mana Link, Condemns, Lightning Bolt, Doomblade, Duress, Rampant Growth. He thinks he'll be back. It'll in M12. Right. Uh, negate each of the cores, Planeswalkers, White Knight, Black White. Linar, Linwar Elf, and the card I think that'll end up being a lot of people, if they have green, will be sneaking this in, is naturalized. I so agree. A way to destroy an, an artifact than pull out a naturalize. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, with with it being such an artifact heavy set, I mean, you may see people, more people running, like, even, like, Solemn Offering and things like that. I know it's, I know it's a, uh, it's a sorcery and everything, but, you know, look, Hey, if this, anyone's even attempting to rock the Soul Sisters, you've got you've got like you know something that gains you life and destroys one of those you know crazy artifact cards. So there's a lot of things out there that that uh, th- that could become real staple type cards. But I mean, for the most part, he's right on on track. Birds has always been a staple. Uh, Day of Judgment, Mana Leak is going to be a staple whenever it's in the format. Condemn, is, in, you know whatever. One casting cost removal you've got out there is going to be a big uh, lightning bolt, doom blade. Uh, doom blade, I'm kind of questioning. Just simply, a lot of people don't run it because of of uh, of the fact that you can't kill black with it. But at the same time, it doesn't have the terror stipulation of not being able to kill artifact creatures, so that makes it much better for this next set. Uh, duress, rampant growth. Yeah. Um, of course, if rampant growths in the future sets, then yeah, uh, it really the the he's totally right about it, and uh, I mean it's it's always a safe bet to to get those cards, and even if you buy Day of Judgment and it doesn't go up, it's such a staple card. Why would you not want it anyway? Same with birds. I mean birds birds have gone way down since tenth edition, but it's still such a staple card that pick it up. You know, it's not going to hurt. I agree completely, and that's, you know, it's one of those things that, because now you're losing the ability to get the um, the blue-white, blue-white mana, the exalted one. I'm drawing a blank, and I apologize. Um, The blue-white exalted? Are you talking... Or are you the talking green, about the, green the one that costs one green that gives you green, blue, Double or white? Oh, the Double higher. Arc. Arc. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should actually pay attention to what you're saying. <laughs> and since that's going away, I mean, this is legitimately the only one color mana source that gives you everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's always been played. It always will be played. You know the the Lotus Cobra saw less uh, less birds being played because Lotus Cobra is so awesome, but it's still it's such a staple card. It'll always be around. People will always need it, and if nothing else, it's very cheap ramping and fixing. You can get one for as low as two dollars and forty cents. Yeah, exactly. And when I bought mine, I bought them for like ten bucks a piece. So that's pretty good. You should definitely invest in that. You know, and that's the one thing that's important is is a lot of people worry about the I gotta have the primeval titans I gotta have this that and another thing and then when they start to put their deck together they're like oh I need to have other cards outside of these really big you know big hits and to build solid decks you have to have 
you know, these kind of core cards that fit in those early slots to do what you want. I mean, most of these cards cost two or less, and, you know, you're talking cards that fit in any format with what's going on right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you know, another thing, uh, a lot of people are, like, selling off a lot of their, their standard stuff, and it's a good idea for, for the most part on a lot of things, but cards that that you should not be just assuming are going to go down, things like Elspeth's and, like, Knight of the Reliquary, that, that card is going way down, and that card's still going to be huge and extended. I mean, there's, you know, make sure that you... You don't just randomly sell off your cards assuming they're not going to be worth anything because the the extended set is more playable than it ever has been. So hold on to those cards that, that you know, just because they're leaving standard, like Rampant Growth you mentioned, doesn't mean it's not going to be played at all. It, it could very well see, these cards could very well see play. And, fact many of the ones that are solid in this standard currently will be solid and extended also you can uh, pass those night of rail queries anytime you want to me i, I will think, buy all i think that. i have one coming to you as a matter of fact yay because i'll tell you that one thing i saw you know i was looking at the extended stuff and what was played this last week and veering off track white weenie one yeah 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 i know white weenie Okay, when has the last time we've said, you know, I've seen green, you know, we've seen mono green Eldrazi. This is white weenie with four um, of the ones that give all your white creatures plus one, plus one in it. I mean, really, they're running enchantments in the deck? Four it's like you saw pure. this well, going like, wow. I, I will say this, Beamy, that Ben actually called that to some extent because Ben was the one who was who was when I was originally talking about the previous standard and he was talking about how White Weenie was so big and I said what for like a couple weeks before it rotated out right well he's right though like like just before the rotation of uh Lorwyn and Morningtide White Weenie was huge for just like 5 minutes but it had its 5 minutes of glory and you could see that it could be a really powerful deck and and now it's being used. I mean, instead of having three casting cost glorious anthems, which they used to play half the time, they've got two casting cost honor of the pure. Well, that's just better. Yes. So. But speaking of something that's going to interrupt the podcast and change the way things are going, Ben, you yeah. said that Koth was going to be red, correct? No, I, uh, I, I said that I thought Koth was, that I heard Koth was going to be red. Well, congratulations to the Mike Flores, who, of course, pulls off everything in the world. Koth of the Hammer, two red-red. Nice. Loyalty counters, loyalty counters starts with three. Plus one ability, untapped target mountain. It becomes a 4-4 four, four elemental creature, red elemental creature till end of turn. It is a land. No, no, it gets better. The minus two ability is add a red to your mana pool for each mountain you control. And its ultimate, which is five, is you get an emblem that says mountains you control have tap this land deals one damage to target creature or player. Oh my god. Well, Where I the think hell was this with mono red? What, what ben, I think, many, you, I think you've got it. How many cards does it start with? Three. Yeah, I popped, a, I popped a boner as soon as it <laughs> I was like, yes, elemental. Elemental. Uh, mountain turns into an elemental. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, this thing is going to be... I mean... I mean, it gives mono red for all it's losing. It sure gives mono yeah. red an ability to go high. I'm back. I it's was just going to say, the people that were whining about Ball Lightning leaving can stop crying now, because uh, they've got something far better than that, so, for one more mana. That kind of kicks Chandra's ass, doesn't it? Yeah. How how low will that put Chandra down to now? <laughs> Quarter bins? No doubt. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is... <laughs> It's absolutely hilarious, and it is on the it is on the main wizard's website. It'll be the feature article of the day 
from Mike Flores, who we all know and love. And he is, this article, I'm flipping through it real, real quick. Um, this is the his final comment, or not his final comment, one of his comments that he says in here that I saw here is, now, just, now we'll mix it up a little bit. What if you actually had more than four mountains in play? All suddenly caught, the hammer becomes a kind of a variable value, a seething song that doesn't cost you a card. For instance, you could play caught the hammer on turn five with five mountains in play, add five to the mana pool, and tap your last mountain for six. <laughs> Not only have you jumped the curve for playing a turn five internal fighting with a turn, infernal titan without paying the mana, but you still have a four mana planeswalker in play. Yeah. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah, I like that planeswalker. It's pretty good. Was that the he, understatement of the whole set, or what? Well, he's got a huge long article on there, and he's talking about there. How do we build decks with it? And you know, he talks about. <laughs> this is funny. His description of his description of the card, uh, if you translate it into Mike Flores terms, is <laughs> plus one ability is a way to win. The minus two ability. <laughs> A kind of a seething song, and the ultimate ability, an ultimate that's basically a super efficient comet storm. Yep. Yeah. I wow. Mean, he describes about putting a deck together with an infernal titan and cunning spark mages and basilisk collars, and it's here's here's in Grand Flores tradition. He has a deck list made before the sets even come out because he thinks <laughs> he thinks it's so awesome. That's well, awesome. No, he goes, cunning spark mage and basilisk collar. Anyone between the aforementioned combo and efficiency of all stars like Cyclops Gladiator, which no one plays, and such a high powerful end, it's extremely possible that the developing red deck will have the chops to cho- chop up green. Everyone knows a thousand dead elves is every regimade's secret dream. <laughs> seems like a master. After all, he pretty much does everything. And, well, and that's yeah. the way he ends the article. But I highly recommend everyone to read this article because, again, it is Mike Flores, who is a friend of our... Hey, pop that link the- into the window here so that we can I can put that link in the show notes and possibly even on the website. That's oh, right. Speaking of the website... Yes. Well, first of all, I'd like to say, Ben, I know that you're probably printing off a picture of that Planeswalker so that you can make love to it tonight, but just try and relax, okay? Well, he's got that one hand that's kind of like, I don't know, it's got a bunch of stuff flying around, the other one's all fiery, (laughs) like, you can tell which hand he uses, you know, to, you know, to stroke it. It's like he's got the man hand, and then there's like the weenie hand, so. Nice, nice. All right, so yes, as far as the website goes, it is up. It definitely needs content. We are working on that. We're getting all the links up and everything. What's, um, what's the web address? The web ad- address is www.cleversofar.com. What? Yes, www.cleversofar.tangentisawesome.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.
See, I told you, man, that you should have been doing uh, that. You should have been doing magic, more magic, and less games. That's what it's all about. That's yeah, where you lose yeah. the money. Yeah. Look at look at uh, Brad Nelson made twenty k for finishing second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty thousand to the winner. See, man, if you ain't first, sometimes you're not last. And then they tell you you get five packs of magic for finishing eight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't really appreciate finishing third at the grinder, but we won't get into that again. At least it was third and not, you know. Tenth or sixteenth or whatever, whatever zeroth, whatever it was before. I don't think zeroth is actually a place. I could yeah. be wrong. I'll have to look that up. Zero place. Well, I guess that's better than first place, huh? Yeah. Hey, Beamy, did you see that uh, Jay Bush got got screwed out of his his deal? Kind of very similar to what happened at the at the grinder that I went to. Yeah, uh, like he it, got screwed by a friend. That so does not surprise me at the least because <laughs> when it comes right down to it. You're beginning to see more and more of the reason why we talked about last week. While there's a separation between those of you who can be a pro and act like a pro and those who want to be a pro and act like an ass. Exactly. Exactly. Simple enough. (sighs) And we're not even going to explain to you what we're talking about about Jay Bush. You have to uh, follow him on Twitter and read that shit. And also listen to the A-team. The A, not a team, because you know it's Canadian, right? So figure it out. But anyway, listen to them because that show's freaking awesome. It's one of the best shows on MTG Cast now. Check it out for sure. Oh yeah, and there's one more spoiler that we should discuss since we're falling in love with artifacts again. Uh, Do it. Five five casting costs. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this. Aldota Forge Master. Artifact creature. Sacrifice three artifacts. Search (laughs) your library for an artifact creature and put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Yeah, you put those zero casting cost one ones out there. Bink, 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 bink. And you sacrifice it, and instead of like the demon gate spawn from hell, you lose six life and whatever. This is no life. Sacrifice three little dinky artifacts. And then be able to pull out your Darksteel Colossus. Oh, wait, that's not available in this set. But, <laughs> uh, you know, pull out your favorite artifact there, the whatever, and get it out there for free. I Yeah, man. I totally, totally think it's freaking awesome. I think... I, I don't really think there's too many of the cards so far that have been shown in Scars that I think suck. I think they're all pretty, pretty reasonable. It's not... It's a set where... You know, so far it looks like, like even you know, limited is going to be really fun because there's very little that you just don't want to see. So Except proliferate. The, what what the, what the fuck is this shit? Choose a number of permanents and and or players with counters on them and give each another counter of a kind already there. Yes. Are you kidding? No, dude. Planeswalkers, wither yeah. counters, anything, dude. Any counter. Think of the level ups now, and level now counters. how important those level ups are now, especially right. the lighthouse chronologist, which takes like I forget what seven to get to. You get a free turn after your turn. Uh, wow. He's playable now with that proliferate. Was yeah. it, weren't they saying that a bunch of the uh, the poison counters were coming back? Yeah, too? the poison is well, an yeah. effect. Remember, and that's the same thing. You can make the the poison counters just keep adding. I mean, there's an wow. artifact where you pay four and tap it, and you proliferate. You can just keep giving them an extra poison yeah. counter. For two? Yeah. There's another one that does, like, two proliferates. And there's a bird that when it does damage to a player, it proliferates. A bird. Oh, yeah. Contagion engine. Yeah. When it enters the battlefield, put a minus one, minus one counter on each creature target player controls. And then you can pay four and tap it and proliferate. Then proliferate again. You you wow. okay? We talked about this with Tom, but you have to check out the worm what worm coil engine. What color? Well, it's oh, it's okay. colorless, dude. Check that shit six, out. Six casting cost. Death touch lifelink. When worm coil engine is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, put a three three colorless worm artifact creature token with death touch and a three three colorless worm artifact creature token with lifelink onto the battlefield. Wow. 
Yeah, so dude. he's like so he's like six, the fucking get, colorless titan. Get, so you get twelve power for six, and like nine of its life link, and nine of its death. <laughs> yeah, dude. Really? Wow. That I would think. If you see that in your limited draw, it's like okay, first pick. See ya. Oh my god, yeah, dude. So where's where the fuck is Shadowstorm at? <laughs> I think it's that's what we're common. all kind of wondering because you know you it's almost. Like, if you don't have it in this set, you've got to have it in one of the next because this is like just—it's almost too ridiculous. It's—it's it's awesome and it seems like a lot of fun, but I don't know how this set can't seem like it's at least a little bit broken. I really need like a like a a naturalize only. It's like instead of an artifact or an enchantment, it's just two artifacts. Yeah, yeah. Well, they used to have that—that that one where uh, what was it? Uh, you could do oh, like. Is artifact or enchantment or both, right? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that was that one. But no, there was one that was uh, like in Shadowmore, I think it was. And if you, uh, and maybe it was a clash one though. Maybe if you clashed, you got to do two or something. I can't remember what it was exactly, but there was there was one where you could do two. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's there's so much good shit, man. It's just it's ridiculous. Well, I'm kind of excited about it personally. I think it's going to be. I it just it's, it, like you said it does keep getting ridiculous over and over again and there there are cards that just you know they're the the two black the two black legendary creatures if you play EDH at all I mean these two are legit generals for both especially as much as the um, the dragon's nice uh, the Lord of the Vault. Put target artifact or creature with converted mana cost of X from an opponent's graveyard onto the battlefield under your control tap. Then that player puts the top X cards in his or her library, his or her graveyard. Yeah. So the next turn, you can do the same damn yeah, thing over and over. Exactly. And over again. That's sick, man. And, and lay line of the voids active too. That's yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, even that guy, that dragon though, with a what a four four with with infect flying infect four four. And what does infect do? That's the that poison, the poison, man, with wither. Poison and wither. Oh, poison, wither. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's, so yeah. are you, you going to resurrect your zombie deck, like make it make it up to date with standard and I, shit? I'm kind of thinking about it, man, with all, the, with all the shit that's coming out. There's a new zombie that's pretty sweet looking. There's, uh, there's so like... a couple zombie lords out there, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, actually, one of them was like shards or something, and mm. so he'll be out, but... Um, also, you got like, uh, uh, well, imprint is back, right? So that's a cool, that's a cool ability. Cool keyword. The one that I think will be underplayed, but with the way this is going and being able to get to seven mana is not impossible. Is the Quicksilver Gargantuan creature shapeshifter? You may have Quicksilver Gargantuan enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature, except it's still a seven-seven. No, I think that's awesome, man. It's so like it's a, so it's a seven seven for seven, but he can pretty much take any any number of abilities from something else. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, like, indestructible. Or oh, whatever. your opponent, your opponent's sitting there playing flyers against you, and you can't stop it. You pop this thing out. Okay, I will copy your <laughs> Bane Slayer Angel and put my seven seven <laughs> flying lifeline. Yeah, exactly. Seven 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 infect. It's like wow. you're, you're dead in one more turn, man. <laughs> yeah, man, that's pretty insane. There's some good stuff for sure, and I'm pretty hyped about it. Uh, did we have anything else we needed to talk about before, you know, just sitting here rambling and BSing with each other? Wasn't there one more thing on the agenda there, Beamy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. no, I was just, I was gonna say I just shaved my thoctar, but that was all. You shaved your thoctar. <laughs> go go ahead. <laughs> just in time for GP Portland. I think you more gave him a trim, man. If I remember, you're more of a trim guy. That's trim, at least yeah, what Sandwich told me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you realize you realize it takes more than two people to make a sandwich, right? <laughs> I'll let you and the sandwich and be me get together. That's fine. I'm, you know, I don't want to get in the it, way of that. Maybe it's in like Minnesota, dude. I mean, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Jesus, Wisconsin. whatever. <laughs> so loud. Fucking, you know, over there and where there's nothing. He's a cheesehead, man. Come on. Oh. 
God, how I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> those people that wear those stupid things ought to be taken out back and just beaten over the head with battering ram. Those are yeah. your people, dude. Don't, don't. <laughs> those drunk, That's your those, heritage. No, those drunk dumbasses are not my people. Oh, okay. man. No. What they need is one of those, like, cheese hats with, like, the beer cans on it. They've already got them. Trust me. Oh, yeah. oh, Sorry, I guess I guess I'm behind the stupid curve. <laughs> yes, you are. All right, so Beamy, what were you saying now aside from the sandwich action that Ben's going to be involved in? Um, I'm going to try to, on occasion, highlight other podcasts that people should be listening to. Basically, things that might catch their eye or catch their ear. Uh, there's a new one, and not just because it's done from the Milwaukee area. Uh, it's called Force Spikes, and they talk about the local, the local scene, and they talk about Cube, which nobody really talks about. And it's and there's a reason the, for that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No. Hey, 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 hey. I know the, the the guys do an awesome job with the show, and I enjoyed listening to it. Except I didn't know what the hell they were talking about because. But you know that's that's me because I'm too preoccupied with trying to be competitive and dealing with only competitive things. If I was more into casual, that would be amazing. So, well, the the great thing about cubed is is you can play basically any card from any set, and you just shove the best of them in there, and it's still you still have to work on your drafting skills, which is still relevant, especially with GP Portland coming up. And it's kind of cool to be able to put together ridiculous decks and look at these things and go, wow, I. This really interacts well together, and they're good, and they're, like I said, they're new, and they're willing to take questions and all sorts of stuff, and like I said, give them a shot. They're, you know, they're worth a listen. They're very good at what they do, and they'll only get better. And this just in, Soul Ring is a good card. There, that one's free, guys. That's free. So, anyway. You were saying. Soul Ring is a good card. No. <laughs> I got a Soul Ring on my Willy Thoktar right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is a good show. I agree, Beamy. I did check it out, and I always check out the first shows. You know, usually listen to most shows on the MTG Cast Network, and it is good. And I, I appreciate, you know, that you that you put through that out there for people because we do want to be, like I said, the you know. Mana Screwed Podcast and ManaScrewedPodcast.com wants to be, you know, a resource for people to come to to find what they're looking for. So it's perfect that you're throwing that out there for people. Yeah, absolutely. And they, you know, like I said, they're new and they're working through stuff, but, you know, they're looking for suggestions and all sorts of fun stuff. And, you know, if you play cubed and you have cards that you think might work well in a cubed situation, you know, throw it in there at them. I mean, they're willing to do it. They run, you know, they run drafts with Cube for prizes and stuff like that. And you know, it's 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 another format, and it's something that is not discussed. It's kind of like uh, with MTG Radio. I mean, to have them back on, they talk about EDH. Yep. Nobody else talks about EDH but them, and it's their and niche. Tom. And it works. Let's not forget Tom. Tom does like EDH quite a bit. So, but I agree with you though. They they do a great job with that too. So no, but like I said, they're like I said, they're very good, and it's their first show. And they're only going to get better, and they're only 19 ways of shows from us, or 143 away from the manifold. <laughs> and I want to throw out there, since you're on the subject of other podcasts, MTG Explosion. You got Jack put out episode number three, man. I mean, I've been waiting for quite a while now, and I love that freaking show. It's so stupid, it's awesome, and it's hilarious to me. And I don't care what anyone says. They need to have episode number three come out ASAP. I've been waiting way too long. I need my MTG explosion fix. And I know the guys at Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box would agree with me. So just do it. Well, you know, the thing is, is he's starting to become like the Dijin, putting them out once. No, that's know, not okay, though. I mean, he had like, it was like, boom, episode one. The following week, boom, episode two. And now... Oh, I'm just left hanging, you know, and I'm not good when I'm left hanging. Like, Wasn't he supposed you know. to have you on the show? Uh, no, I think not, but we can pretend oh. if you'd okay. like. Yeah. No, I think he was going to read some uh, email from me or something. Oh, okay, that was it. Okay, yeah. my fault. 
No, it's cool. Uh, yeah, but no, it's just awesome that he, you know, I love that show. It's definitely unique, and I don't want to see him stop doing it because so many shows just die. That show was amazingly successful considering it only had two episodes, you know, so I'd just like to see it continue. Well, we're putting the shout out there. I meant, you know, absolutely he's listening, get it done. Faux show. So, uh, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I, I know it's been a while since we've given props. I do, I do want to say once again, you know, it was awesome having Tom on last week. I want to give mm-hmm. props to MTG cast, to Chris for putting up with us and putting us on, and Tom for in the same thing, just putting out such a great show. All the crew over at Monday Night Magic and, and uh, just all of our, our good peeps out there, the, the guys from the A team. And uh, the, uh, you know, Chewy at Manipool and and Marshall and Ryan over at Limited Resources, all the good shows, the good people out there that are making this community kick some major ass. So, You know what we haven't had in a while? What's um, that? And I doggone it. They're the ones who design the decks on Magic Workstation all the time. Yeah, I know I know that too. The, uh, the what is it, uh... I was gonna say cards ahoy, but that would be very not what that is. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the oh god, I know what you're talking about. But anyway, and I think everyone else here it's knows a prototype. The prototype, Wasn't right? Prototype? Yes, yes. They haven't had an episode out for a while, so they need to get out up on that too, for show. They need to get yeah. unemployed. <laughs> yeah, well, so ben, in other words, you, you, doing you doing can be doing the next episode, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's gonna be all about StarCraft and frog nuts. Mod of frogs, and I'm down to the nuts. <laughs> nice man, nice. Oh. Well, we're definitely looking forward to hearing about frog nuts and uh, yep. StarCraft and shit. So, uh, yeah. Well, we mentioned having a shorter episode. Mimi, did you have anything else you want to talk about? Looks like we don't have any callers this week. We have no deck lists to run through that I, I can remember. I better actually double check that. But um, anything else you can think of? Uh, no, not really off the top of my head. I was thinking we might get a caller, but it depends on the situation that's going on on the other podcast. <laughs> so, oh, I see. We might have a caller. It's just like we're not sure about that. No. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I, d- I did have. Uh, okay, go for it. Yeah, I'll t- I'll tell you, Ben. I uh, I did have a couple comments on on the uh, the comment section of MTG Cast. Uh, Andrew, who had sent in a really awesome logo, uh, was one of the finalists, I guess you could call it, for the logo contest. He asked, you know, he said on the last show, the last show was so long that we didn't have time to mention who won the logo contest, and we actually did. It was Philip Heckman uh, won the logo contest, and his logo is actually up on manuscrewedpodcast.com right now. So, And we just have to draw for the second prize, but that will be coming. It's just we're lazy. No, not really. It's just we're awesome. So, you know. How do you feel about that, Ben? Yeah. Be honest. Uh yeah, I think it's great. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh, did I you check that out? I I like I'm like mouse overing these ads on the right side. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. <laughs> They're That's not like, ads, man. That's links to like like mana screwed uh, friends of you know, or mana But then it has like some weird word WordPress like pop up thing. It's just like a it's showing you like a like a uh like a window that shows you what the website is that you're looking at, you know, like oh, so, so it's like an RSS feed of just that whatever that link is. Y- okay, well, yeah, basically, good. just yeah, it shows you like a preview of the. Uh, oh, it looks like we've got a call. So my first, when there, I first Mimi? looked at it, it looked really, really fucking annoying, but oh, now okay. it's kind of useful looking. Now that I know what it does, and it's not just a bunch of like spam <laughs> popping up in oh. my face. Hey, what's up? How you doing, boys? How's it going, man? Excellent, excellent. That is awesome. So glad I'm actually conscious at this hour to join you guys on your cast. Yeah, it's about time, man. So this is, uh, of course, Mr. Scotty Mack here to join us and to, uh, you know, 
I don't know, make fun of Ben for his sandwich action or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So what's up, man? Not much, not much. We uh, we just finished our our podcast uh, or what, uh, part one, I guess. God, we so much content. I'm sure you guys know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, two and a no. half hours on our last episode. I think we we have a pretty good idea. Yeah. So we uh, we just had a. I just had like round two with Jonathan Medina, MTG metagame. That's awesome, uh, man. Yeah. So we. Uh, Round one was the price of mythics. Uh, this time the subject was. Let's see if I can get through my chat log here. Holy crap! These things are immensely long. So did Medina uh, just come on because he was afraid Kelly was going to come on? Is that why he he jumped on there? <laughs> you know, the two of them. There's not as much animosity as we like to play up. Oh, I know, it's, man. It's still a lot of fun. The two of them are a riot. <laughs> Uh, Medina, you know what? It's always good to talk to Medina. He's always got a lot to say, um, and he's never afraid to defend a point, which I think is is really relevant. Um, you know, and he's he will speak intelligently and at the same time uh, with all of the elegance and panache as he's capable of providing. You know, like uh, I'm the man, and that's because the man says so. <laughs> and he gives Jay Bush a run for his money too, right? So that's always oh, good. Th- they're still going. Like I, I had to leave. <laughs> they're they're still going after it. They're talking right now. I think about we did some spoilers as well. Uh, Koth just spoiled. Did you guys talk about? Oh that man, yet? yeah, we did. Just yeah, get through talking did. about that. that That's sick. Legit, legit. Oh, absolutely. Dude. You got to get this up there before they do. Because we, we said we had <laughs> oh, it first. <laughs> there will be there'll be no no worries about that. I mean, I I think uh, Jesse and uh, or Smitty rather on Twitter. And uh, Jay Bush, they're both going to Portland this weekend, right? So they're uh, they're getting themselves ready for that, and I'm sure there'll be some content and stuff um, from the site while they're there. I understand that uh, the one and only Trick Jarrett, I believe, will be uh, joining them on site and likely joining us for uh, a cast upon return. So very nice, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll be seeing those guys there. I'm going to GP Portland too, so that'll be nice. cool. Yeah, very nice. Oh, what was your first impression of Koth when you saw it? Not that we're going to not sneak in and hear what you say on the podcast, but I don't want to wait a week for it to come. What's your <laughs> thought of it now? Be be honest. You want him to sit on your face, right? <laughs> oh, you know that's what? your uh, job, Ben. That, that, guy, that guy is crazy. Like, if Mono Red or, you know, I, I think the first words out of my mouth were, like Valakit needed another way to win. Yeah, work. totally, man, for sure. That but is. the one thing that's really, really elegant about him, and I think that that it's it's really the most important part, is that he actually costs three, right? He actually costs three, two yeah. and two red. Oh yeah, 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 right, exactly, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, yeah. So, so the line that I missed when the, we first read it, we all kind of went over it, and then once we we kind of started diving into each of his abilities, was the plus one says untapped target mountain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's so sick, man. That's totally sick. It's like a mini Garrick right off the bat. Yeah, yeah exactly. In red. Right, right. Yeah. Like we want them to have something to do with the <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. I, I think he's badass. Um, Medina's predicting him to go uh, a lot higher. Um, like, it, all the planeswalkers in this are, are ludicrous. Oh, and yeah. I think that the dollars are, are going to be there on them, so... Get in while you can. I mean, we saw it with Venser. Uh, Elspeth is probably a $30 card that's being sold for 50 right now. It's kind of my gut. Right. And Venser may be all that and a bag of chips, especially in Extended. So he may come down after Extended Season kind of rotates out because playing Venser with Revelark is yeah, kind of broken. A, that's a little sick, isn't it? Man, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, so we'll see. But, I mean, Koth's going to be gross. I mean, the Mono Red lost a good chunk of cards. Like, Ball Lightning is just a, it's a huge loss to Mono Red, right? So, I mean, being able to put this in and, and give it a bit more staying power uh, seems pretty good. Yeah, for sure, dude. That's totally cool. What, so what, like, out of the cards that have been spoiled so far, what is your favorite? Do you have one yet? I mean, is it, is it you know, him automatically just because he just came out, or do you have one that you prefer over him? As dumb as this sounds, like I'm really, really excited to proliferate all over everyone's face. Uh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> I love that ability, man. That's insane. With your so, thrumming bird? 
Yeah, just yeah. Just use your thrumming bird to proliferate on everyone's face. <laughs> it's all about that that engine that proliferates twice. Like, I I'm such a strong advocate of EDH. Like, I I play a good a good amount of it, and anything that I can do to use doubling season to even more disgusting effectiveness right. makes me smile. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, man. Like a God, you might as well start making like bird EDH decks or something with with that kind of sickness going on. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, I'm pretty excited. And I, that that new the pro, the the double proliferate. Yeah, that card's pretty gross. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's cool, man. Well, I agree. I, I that's probably my favorite actual like keyword, just because I think a lot of people are underestimating it, but I think it just sounds so awesome. Yeah, so I was so excited that uh, that I was actually awake. I was able to to jump on with you guys for a bit here. This is uh, you guys have a great cast. It, it cracks me up. <laughs> I, uh, I every time that I hear uh, Ben riding his woolly thoctar, I just oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been riding it all night. Week. Don't worry, man. Yeah, I think he shaved his woolly thoctar tonight, so he was pretty excited about that. So it's not quite so woolly, but it's still all five four-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, man. Well, it's good to have you on finally, man. You you jumped in for like five seconds the other night, and it's just been like you've been having a crash because you know you're an East Coast boy or whatever. East yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like twenty to one or some crap. Me, and I've got <laughs> such a dumb day at work tomorrow. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Car was on with us quite late too, the a couple episodes ago, which was pretty cool, but. Yeah, but I mean, he's got a job at Lush job at uh, at some cell phone manufacturer, so he can literally sit down. He's <laughs> developing applications for social networking, so all he does is sit there and play on Twitter all day. Oh, nice! Like, Very I'm nice. I'm not horribly jealous, or anything. You know? like, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, man. Yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> so, but nice. that's, that's good. So yeah, so so take yeah, I just said a right. There's the Canadian. All right. Hey. <laughs> that's cool, man. I can't believe that people are not getting. What your team? What your show name was? It's like the A eh team, eh? That's what they were saying on Monday Night Magic. It's like I thought I it was really, the A eh team. Really at first. like Eric and the guys. They're really great, and and it hurt me inside. I was great. <laughs> so glad that that he that he, he right that away. He, like we were on Twitter, both KYT and I both. He's like, yeah, we're recording Monday Night Magic. And we're like, hype the cast, hype the cast. <laughs> and of course, when I'm listening to Monday Night Magic, he's like, yeah, the A eh team. I like, know. Oh. Right? It's like, well, you didn't figure this out before. You just now caught it, like, while you're talking about it. It's just funny. What are you talking about? That's but. how it goes with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually don't get it, catch it until after the fact, like, quite a while later. But, yeah, no. That's awesome, man. I love your guys' intro, too. That's so cool. Yeah, thank you to MTG Color Pie for that one. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that's great. We, we, we got a couple... Uh, early drafts of it and it came through and it was kind of like it was okay we got like the text draft and it seemed okay and then we got you know the first voice recorded one which didn't have all of our you know the names and the clips oh, afterwards yeah and i was like well that sounds okay that's pretty good and then when they put the clips and the names and introduction <laughs> after it plus the the warning about melting your ears or something in yeah, the beginning, oh, yeah. it was like done yeah it's perfect <laughs> man that thing's so good yeah. that's awesome I'm I'm glad you guys enjoy the show. Like we, I, it's what we do it for, right? It's just so everyone Hell can yeah. listen and, and enjoy it. And I mean, there's just so many different things out there for everyone to talk about, and uh, and it's really nice to see everyone's different, unique opinion. I I, I was really pleased to hear Eric and uh, um, Tom, Eric and Tom. Sorry, yeah, they were talking about uh, uh, Tom's incessant swearing, and so so last <laughs> week when he dropped a couple f bombs, I was so excited because I. I brought it to the guys. I'm like, look, look, look. People care about it, and they're listening. They recognize that our, our listenership is based on the lowest common denominator, more often than not. People just love the cursing and the swearing. I know, man. So much racial humor that was cut out of our last podcast. <laughs> KYT did a fantastic job editing. It was amazing. Oh, man, um, I love it when it's raw, though, dude. It's it's The thing is, look, hey, w the best podcast that was ever on this network, you know, was, was the Magic School Bus. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. That was just the best podcast out there. And, and like, you guys really are right up there now with just the you know with the same type of just raw unplugged i mean conley's from there and conley used to drive that show off the rails completely you know it's just it was such a good show yeah did you ever hear that at all 
I, I never listened to the Magic School Bus. I didn't realize that uh, that Conley was on it. Otherwise, I really would have. Because yeah, I really enjoy his his time on Monday Night Magic too. Yeah. Like my favorite yeah. episode of all time was Revenge Crabs because that was just. <laughs> yeah, man. No, he is. He's awesome. He's from there. He was like their their guest host all the time. Like he was a good friend of theirs. That was before he became like a pro and everything. And, you know, I used to listen to it when he was just when he was like the the crazy. It rogue deck inventor, you know, and it was just like really, it was really cool to listen to him on there. But the guys were very unplugged. It was just like a straight up, you know, blah, you know. And one time they had even like Pat Chapin on, I think, and he was just, you know, uh, it was either Pat Chapin or uh, I, I can't remember, but anyway, they had someone on like at one of the events, and he was just totally just f this, f this, you know. And it, it was it was cool because that's just the way real life is, man. You can try and sugarcoat it all you want on the network, but the fact of the matter is, this this is the way we are. <laughs> we don't we don't really you know just sugarcoat every single thing every time we're we're talking. It's just not the way it is. There was an interesting uh, set of discussions that were had on this the topic of our cast actually, and 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 I know that there's a a, a new a new Star City prominent uh, community figure who I have a lot of respect for. Um, I won't quite go there, but um, <laughs> he he had a lot to say about the responsibility that we have as as public figures. Uh, look at me like four episodes in and I'm calling myself a public community <laughs> figure. I love it, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, we, we've got a, a responsibility to, to the listenership to, you know, conduct ourselves with some degree of class and, and some measure of, of, you know, politeness. And, and I mean, that goes so far, but, you know, at the end of the day, our content is is still pretty decent. Like we're certainly oh, not yeah. just randomly raving, no, you know, man. about about dumb shit. And and we're certainly, you know, we we will swear and we cuss because that's the way we are. Yeah, you know. And and like that's you said, that, that's the way it is. It's real life and it's raw. And, and we're not forcing anything. And and Jay actually talks like that, right? Uh, if yeah. you tried to put a, a leash on that guy, man, you'd be cutting his balls off. He just would not be able to function. It would be no fun at all. You know, you, you'd be able to hear him neutered, and it just wouldn't sound good. So, yeah. and and I think that the most important part is like, so long as you set the expectation, you know, so long as you say, "Look, guys, like we aren't, we're not sugarcoating it. This is not something you want to be playing at work," you know, and and thankfully the new intro kind of handles that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but I believe that it provided you offer, you know, suitable warning. It shouldn't matter what we say on the casts. I That's agree, right. Man. This is America. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> that's right man <laughs> america fuck yeah oh wait wait uh i guess hey 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 you can't be saying that then we got we got canadians on here Oh, oh, oh <laughs> we're having america rally dude it's I mean, okay shit. hey ben you gotta show the love to america's hat too not just america <laughs> <laughs> I like America's asshole better, man. No, yeah. what? Oh, America's asshole. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever, man. No, all right. We we love our our. Uh, talking about Wisconsin. Oh, oh, I, thought oh. About, I thought you were talking about Mexico. Or I thought that's what he was talking about too. <laughs> I didn't know he was talking about the cheese heads over there with the beamy. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, man, it's it's totally cool, and and we love you guys on that show. It's just it's a great show, and we're so glad that you've got it up now. It was cool. It was cool BSing with you guys on Twitter, but but the show is awesome. So well, that's awesome. I really do appreciate that. That's I mean, the feedback is what keeps us going. So that's awesome. Absolutely, Thank you. and man. you guys like keep up the crazy work. For I'm really sure. excited, actually. Like I, I I have half a mind to just ask what's the show about tonight, but like I'm already 15 minutes <laughs> in, and I'm like. <laughs> I'll be up all night. Yeah, so man. I'm just gonna like really look forward to listening to it. Sweet, and uh, and hopefully it, it carries on. For it's you not a two and a half hour show. We promise oh. that. So <laughs> it's definitely not. I got I got a, a a grand prix going on this weekend. I need to kind of tone it down this week a little bit. So, so what's your draft strategy, real quick? My draft strategy. I'm a, I'm a blue white flyer guy, so I do really like that. But the problem is, is green has been so good for me lately that it's hard for me to not. If I see something really good in green, I will start picking up picking it up. So the the green trample, big beefy trample creatures and things like that are pretty hard for some people to deal with. So blue white flyers yeah. is awesome, but 
I agree. Yeah, Smitty forces the uh, forces the green whenever he can. Yeah, but uh, I don't I'm there force with you as well. it. But I will take it if if I see it open and I and I see that it's got some solid stuff. I will take it. Yeah, blue white's just so so hard to beat though. If you got a good blue white deck, mm-hmm. even the little the little uh, that one the oh god, what's he called the the one casting cost one one that you can tap him for to give your other creature plus one plus one. I played against a guy in the in the, one of the grinders a couple weeks ago, and he, he had like three of those things out. It was impossible to deal with, man. He's just like dropped one, dropped another one on the next turn, dropped another one on the next turn. Stormfront Pegasus, and it's like his Stormfront's attacking for five. It's just stupid. So that's uh, some clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, cool. Well, hey, it was so awesome to have you on here, man. Thank you very much. Good luck at Portland. I appreciate and, uh, that. See if you can catch up with the boys and uh, have a few beers, because God knows the bush can uh, drink <laughs> his weight. Yeah, I'm counting on it, man. Absolutely, I got to get my uh, my uh, ultra small tight T-shirt from Sixty Cards too. So, so Smitty's supposed to be bringing me a big, a big, a nice uh, ultra tight T-shirt that Jay Bush is pretty excited about. Don't forget your skinny jeans to go along. And with my it. skinny jeans yes. too. Yeah. Until they come out with the spandex version, but you know that's right. It's coming soon, apparently. <laughs> that was mentioned tonight too. Yeah, nice. <laughs> spandex. If we're going back that far, man, why don't we get the Zubas? What's up? Uh, any of you guys coming out to Grand Prix Toronto? I would freaking love to, but I don't think I'm going to be able to make it after doing this trip here. I'm going to be uh, a little behind, so I would like to. I'll try, but I can't guarantee it. I'll, I'll throw it out there. I've got tons of space. Awesome. So if you need accommodations, okay, then we can we can manage that. That's not a problem. Kelly uh, Kelly Reed's coming up with a. Uh, Is he bringing his cats for that as well? He's not bringing his cats. Oh. He won't. They won't get along with my cats. <laughs> All right, man. Very so, nice. Yeah, well, I'll definitely let you know. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, have a great night. Thanks man. for coming, Scotty Mac. Hey, man. Scotty Come Mac. On. Very so awesome. So what show is he from? <laughs> he is from the, oh. uh, the 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 A team, the Canadian A. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about that. Yeah, cool. yeah. Very Shows awesome. I know. <laughs> well, we already they're knew hilarious. that. Yeah, they're awesome, dude. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it, man. We got Scotty on, and that was awesome. We had a good time, and uh, I think we're pretty much don't really have too much more to talk about for the week, do we? No, we just we're just gonna have next week when you're gonna be on every friggin' podcast across this <laughs> MTG network after winning Grand Prix Portland. Oh, that would be amazing! Like, I need to have him on. Then we'll see you on the mothership with the big picture. Now, do you have your Brad Nelson pose down? I, I have my Brad Nelson pose down, and I have I also have my like someone taking a picture of me when I shake Brad Nelson's hand after I beat him pose too. So that'll oh. be good. Yeah. Now the only thing you need to do uh-huh. is when you get there. Is make sure you have your camera, like the old Polaroid, and take a picture of that night that asshole that took your spot for the three. <laughs> take yeah. a picture of him, and then when you hold the trophy, just hold the picture of the guy right up next to it and just smile. That's a good idea, man. I will have to do that. I will keep that in mind. So yeah, we'll we'll be looking forward to it. I'll be tweeting up a storm, I'm sure, sending some pictures, and uh, and you know Ben will be there having some uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. He'll be riding his woolly thoctar through the uh, the event, so that'll be good for everyone. Remember, I have you and Marshall and Ryan and Brad Nelson and <laughs> Brian Keebler this oh, week. Oh well, well maybe so, I better not beat Brad Nelson then if you've got him on your uh, on your. I don't list. care if he comes in second. If you guys are the top five, I'm good with that. Okay, See, that's that's cool. Then I, yeah. then I win. Well, I don't. You know, it's not that I have anything against Brad. Brad's awesome. So I, you know, it's not that I want to beat him. I'm just telling you, if it comes down to it, I'm going to have to be shaking his hand after I beat him. Is what I'm saying. No, he's so. only going to win Player of the Year. Right, right. So he can have Player of the Year. I'm just going to take Grand Prix Portland. Right. So it's all good. But uh, yeah. Anyway. So uh, and Ben thinks he's going to beat me, but he's wrong. Uh, yeah, I'll beat you, dude. <laughs> Ben's ben just gonna is. play. Jen's just gonna play to make sure he gets himself <laughs> against you. Yeah, I probably he, would. He, he, Ben's gonna run the field, and he's gonna sit there, and you're gonna be on that bubble to make uh, to make the top eight. And Ben's <laughs> gonna stand there and go, you know what? I have one more loss than you, and I'm not going nowhere. 
I'm still going to take it down. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it and uh, to avoiding Ben's uh, shaved woolly thoctar at all costs. (laughs) So. That's right, man. If you come up against me, dude, I'll make sure you're fucking unemployed. <laughs> with, with the soul ring attached to it. Yeah, That's nice, it. nice. No, I've, I've, I will be wearing my steel-belted underwear at all times when I'm around it's Ben. It's added pleasure, man. I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tap this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, okay. It uh, looks like we are done for the week. Again, check out com. Check out, uh, well... You know, our show, which you should be listening to at mtgcast.com. Send us an email, manascrewed at gmail.com for now. And uh, you can follow myself, TangentDYN, on Twitter and TangentDYN on MTGO. And follow the Beamy. And he can say his shit. At the Beamy at twitter.com and the Beamy at mtgo.com. And even on Workstation, correct? Magic Workstation. Awesome. All right, man. Don't be a douchebag. <laughs> Don't be a me. So, oh. y- yeah. <laughs> oh, you liked it, and you know it. Come on. All right. So, anyway, uh, everyone, once again, thank you for everything, and thank you for joining us. We will talk to you again in a week when I have won Grand Prix Portland. As, for, as for now, I am Tangent. I'm the Beamy. I'm the Frognuts. And we are out later. <laughs>